Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Yeah, they're undefeated. They're ranked, playing great basketball, uh, very well coached by Porter Moser. Uh, they'll run some back cuts like you saw tonight. They attack and pound the offensive glass. They're a high-paced offensive team. Uh, defensively, it's a team that creates a lot of steals. Um, they have a couple 6'6 six, six to 6'8 six, guys that are very, very active in transition at the 3-4 spot. Um, so it's a big challenge. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 103.7 The Buzz. With my boo tastes like too late for the to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you as always for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It's been a great wide open Wednesday. Talking a lot about uh, bowl games and talking about some uh, transfer portal news and uh, also some Matt Jones talk too. So I can't ever go wrong with that. But Still a lot of things to get into here in this hour and in the next hour, but we'll continue a little bit of the college football talk because it is a crazy time right now with playoff conversations, with transfer portal conversations, and so much more. So let's go to the phone lines and welcome in Michael Bratton of That SEC Podcast, friend of the show, does a great job covering all things in the SEC, especially college football. And Mike, as always, appreciate you joining us, man. How are you doing this afternoon? Yeah, doing great. Um, just Unfortunately, there's... There's not a ton of SEC football left, but uh, I'm going to savor every game we got left. Well, I'm, I'm going to ask you this question, too, Mike, because we were talking about bowl games, and I think if you're a college football fan, you're going to watch bowl games no matter what, and you're going to watch as many as you can no matter what. But I'm curious to ask you, for you and your going into bowl games themselves, forget the playoffs, for bowl games themselves, are you more excited about bowl games now than what you were before? Are you less excited, or are you always been the same? You always love bowl games no matter what. Yeah, I, I mean, it's a fair question, and to be 100% honest, I think I'm less uh, enthused about them, but uh, that doesn't mean I'm not enthused about them. You know, I mean, there's, there's just so many dynamics at play. Uh, I, I certainly know that if you lose it, you know, I think the perfect example is last season, uh, Arkansas and Kansas. I mean, I mean, what a game that was, and maybe that was a sign of things to come because Arkansas got up big. I know I was running my mouth on Twitter, and then Kansas has this epic comeback, and had Kansas beaten Arkansas, I'm saying Pittman may be fired today. Like, I I do think it has a big effect, because I think it would have been a complete offseason of negativity, but had they won that game, uh, you know, obviously things didn't go right this year, but it just would have been more negativity. Uh, So I do think they have a big impact, and it's something that, that we talk about months and months after they've happened. What do you think about the situation with the college football playoff? Of course, if Florida State gets in, which they were left out, if they get in, that means the SEC is left out as a whole. But Alabama able to knock off Georgia. They get the spot, and Florida State is left out. So what do you think overall? Yeah, I mean, it's just such a stupid system that we can have an undefeated team. Think what you want about Florida State, that they didn't get in. I think they deserve a right to to prove it, but honestly, I think Texas and Alabama have a right, too. Um, Now, they didn't win all their games, but their path, I think, uh, I think they're certainly better teams than Florida State. So, from that angle, 
I understand it. If I'm Florida State, I'd be furious too. But, I mean, look no further than, uh, and again, point spread shouldn't dictate playoffs or anything like that. But there are two touchdown underdogs to Georgia uh, in their bowl game. So would they have really won it? I think it's highly unlikely they would have won it. But I think you could say the same thing against about TCU last year, and they stunned us all and beat Michigan. Now, they didn't come close to beat Georgia, but at least they had that opportunity. And if nothing else, that's why I'm kind of glad we're going to this expanded playoff to where more teams will have an actual opportunity to prove it on the field. Well, Mike, I think I know the answer to this question, but I'm going to ask it anyways. So who do you like of the four teams that are in it? Because, uh, you know, there's people who feel good about all different teams for all different reasons, but as far as winning the championship and the matchup itself in the championship game, who do you like? <laughs> all you had to see was Michigan bemoan the fact that they had to play Bama <laughs> to know they're not going to put up any resistance. I, I don't think. I think Bama crushes Michigan. I think the better game is probably going to be Washington-Texas, uh, but I even like Texas to win that one. So I, I think we're getting a re- rematch in Houston, national championship, Alabama-Texas, and I would kind of lean Alabama just because I think they're, a lo- they're obviously a lot better than, than they were when they met week, what was that, week two of the season. But I wouldn't pass put it past Texas either because Sarkeesian clearly has got something figured out on Nick Saban. So I think that's going to be one heck of a game. I really do. Mike, do you continue to put out SEC power rankings for postseason, or is that something that ends with the regular season? Oh, yeah. No, I'll definitely be putting out more uh, all throughout the off season. whenever there's a big marker, like after the portals closes after the bowl games after signing days things like after spring football okay so after the bowl games nothing nothing before right okay all right yeah because i I was wondering with uh you know your power rankings too just trying to keep up with the transfer portal i I don't know how anybody does it and it and it's just it's like almost funny where for instance we'll just use arkansas as an example you know the offense was pretty bad this past year for arkansas there's no question about it but next year it, it could be like a completely different team like everybody be different. We know Rocket Sanders is already entering in the portal. We'll see what KJ Jefferson, even though there was a report he was in the portal, but then he wasn't. So it's like it's just amazing how much college football has changed in a lot of ways, but specifically how the portal has just made it to where you can have one team one year and a completely and totally different team the next year and go from being a good team to a good uh, a bad team to a good team immediately. Right, and the same thing. I think we had this conversation many times during the off season was. Well, Arkansas's defense can't, it literally cannot be any worse. And I'm sitting here looking at, you know, in my mind, Travis Williams, I thought that was a, a good hire, but I thought that was a downgrade from Barry Odom. And I'm not seeing a lot of stars on that defense yet. You nailed it. I mean, because they were better. Now, they, they were far from the elite. I think they kind of ran out of gas by the end of the season. But if you would have told me the defense Arkansas had, this season, if, if I had known that in the offseason, I would have said, well, my God, Arkansas is going to win eight, nine, maybe ten games. You know, unfortunately, it was the other side of the ball that was just a train wreck. But with Bobby Petrino here, I think we can safely say, well, you know, regardless of who the quarterbacks are, the running back, I don't think the Arkansas offense can be as bad as it was last year. Best hires in the SEC so far in the offseason, um, and it can include head coaches, coordinators, whoever you want to throw in there. Who's who's the best hire? Who who really hit it out of the ballpark as far as the best hire? Hmm. Yeah, I, I'm trying not to be biased here, but I think it has to be Bobby Petrino, and that is um, again not. To, I, I don't think he's like the best offensive coordinator in the country or anything, but. I can't, I've been doing this for a long time now, and I cannot think of a, a coach that has been on, you know, the fans are basically done with them. I mean, every show I do, they're asking me, when are you going to do the emergency show, Stan Pittman's fired? And then he hires Bobby Petrino, and it's Bobby M.F. Petrino, and, and they're all aboard. Like, I, like, I've never seen a 180 like this. So, from at least a, from that perspective, Bobby Petrino, that's, that's a heck of a hire. I think just getting rid of Jimbo Fisher, I don't care who they replace him with, is going to be an upgrade because he's so awful. So I think Mike Elko is certainly uh, a big plus. Um, but I got to be, you know, if I'm being honest, I, I don't understand the moves that Mississippi State is making with, with Jeff Levy. He just hired a defensive coordinator. 
uh, Coleman Holtzler, he was the uh, special teams coordinator in Alabama, never called defensive plays in his life. I mean, we're we're just taking a huge gamble, and, and maybe that's where we're at in Starkville, but um, I, I would think Mississippi State could do a lot better than a couple of big unknowns. Speaking with Michael Bratton of that SEC podcast here on Out of Bounds. Well, Mike, also about the Elko's hire at A&M. It seems like A&M's really happy with it, and A&M fans are happy with it. Also hired Colin Klein as their OC. Do you think that uh, Elko can do at Texas A&M what Jimbo Fisher, Kevin Sumlin couldn't do? Is he the guy that could take him to the next step of getting them to contend for national championship? Because we all know about A&M and how much they have going for them as far as talent, facilities, money, and everything. But do they have the coaching now? to be able to take them to that level. Yeah, I mean, it's tough to say because Mike Elko has only been a head coach for two years, but I was very impressed with what he did at the turnaround at Duke. And while he was at A&M, that was the best they were under Jimbo Fisher. So, you know, I'm pretty confident that that he can elevate that program. Now, what exactly does that mean? Are, are they going to win a national championship? They have the talent. I'm kind of... I don't. I, I got to see a little bit more from Elko before I go that far, but I would be pretty surprised if Mike Elko does not lead the Aggies to at least one college football playoff appearance. And of course, we're moving forward with the 12-team format, so I'm not saying there'll be a top four team anytime soon. But I certainly think they can. They have the talent. They should be in the top 12. Uh, you know, at least once, however long he's there. You think Riley Leonard is going to follow Mike Elko? No, because they're so heavily invested in NIL already with Connor Wigman, and he may not fit. I, I kind of think uh, with Colin Klein in his system, it, it probably fits Riley Leonard a little bit better. But I think they're locked in with Wigman. I, I think they really like him. And good coaches, you know, they they utilize their scheme based on the on the player. They don't force the player into their scheme. So uh, yeah, as long as they utilize Connor Wigman to his ability, I, I think they're fine at quarterback. And, and and that is one other thing I wanted to mention about Bobby Petrino I forgot to mention. Connor Wigman, Max Johnson, and then people probably were not watching at this point because everybody was fired and A&M was, was done with. But they had another guy, Jalen Henderson. You could argue three quarterbacks Bobby Petrino played with at A&M this year. They all had career years. And if I'm an Arkansas fan, that has given me a ton of hope that he'll do the same here in Fayetteville next season. So with that being said, I was going to go a different direction since you brought it up. Uh, is it is it KJ? Is it Criswell? Do they go into the portal and do it that way? Just If you could guess, who is it going to be the starting quarterback for Arkansas? Is it either KJ or Jacoby Criswell, or is it the field going into the portal? I think it's the field. But the fact that KJ's not, to my knowledge, in the portal already—I mean, I—I I, don't—I think that's kind of irrelevant because all these deals kind of get worked out behind the scenes anyway. Uh, but I, I, it's pretty interesting that he—and he's got a month to do it, so he's probably not in any kind of rush. But you don't want to wait till the last minute because maybe all the spots get taken. But that is—that is certainly interesting to me. I, I think I'd rather have KJ than the field, but. I also hear that uh, you know Arkansas is looking at guys in the portal at the quarterback position, including uh, I apologize I don't have his name in front of me, but the the guy from North Texas, where he's I think he was at JUCO and then ULM and then North Texas. Everywhere he has been, he has put up numbers. So you you have confidence that he can come in and be a, a one year kind of free agent because that's what it really is and find some success. But do you really? It's still it's always a gamble, and I, I think it's less of a gamble with KJ Jefferson. So I, I'd like it to be KJ, but I think I'm gonna I'd lean the field right now. From the Arkansas perspective, you said KJ that you know that's the way they should go. But if you're KJ making this decision, what what's best for him? Mm. Yeah, uh, well, I would have to think that this Bobby Petrino hire kind of piqued his interest because. Bobby Trino's had a, a number of guys that he has developed in the NFL prospects. Of course, KJ heard that about Dan Enos too. And, uh, you know, he did nothing but hurt his stock at Arkansas this this season. And I don't know how much is that on KJ, how much is that on the coaching. But it, I think for KJ, it's probably best to move on and, and find a, a perfect scenario where, where they have an offensive line that can protect him, where they have weapons 
that you can count on. Not that Arkansas can't get those guys, but uh, I, I think with a one year left to prove it, I think you got to pick an ideal scenario. And in, again, there's there's just so many unknowns with Arkansas. I don't know if it's in his best interest to stay there. Now, and also looking at some of the quarterbacks, I know it's outside the SEC, or maybe like technically it will be in the SEC next year. But like Dylan Gabriel from Oklahoma going into the portal, we got Kyle McLeod from Ohio State going into the portal. You know, for a while there, it always just felt like portal were backup guys that felt like they could start elsewhere or whatnot. But you're talking about two quarterbacks that started at big time programs and had phenomenal years, and they're going into the portal. Like, like can you really explain that and really maybe what they're looking for? Because I mean, being the starting quarterback of Ohio State seems like it's like one of the biggest things and biggest deals you could ever be. Right. Well, I, I can't speak much to the uh, Ohio State one, but I, I have heard they're trying to upgrade from him. So take that for what it's worth. They're probably in the mix for a big-time portal addition. Uh, but I think at Oklahoma, it's a little bit different story. Obviously, a, a change in offensive coordinator. But they have a, a freshman quarterback that is lights out. His name's Jackson Arnold. So I think they really want him to be the starter. And really, where we're at in this unique landscape of college football, you know, there's not unlimited money to go around. There's only so much to go around. So you got to pay Jackson Arnold in NIL. you got to pay Dylan Gabriel. And, oh, yeah, we need help at receiver. We need help at, on the offensive line, yada, yada, yada. We can't just allocate all this money to a backup quarterback when you look at some of the schools that Dylan Gabriel is attached with, like in Oregon, that seems to be where everybody thinks he's going. You have to believe that he's going to command, at Oregon, I, I would say over a million dollars. So it, it, there's just so much money to go around, and I, I think that's we're in a weird, weird place in college football. But if you, if you have two quarterbacks, I think you have to kind of, you just have to go with one. If you're Oklahoma, and I think that's what they did, and they they went with a guy with multiple years of eligibility. Mike, this seems like a very different year as far as with the transfer portal. A lot of times, especially at the quarterback position, you see these players get into the portal because they didn't start, they want more playing time, they want to be in a better situation. This year, we're seeing a lot of starting quarterbacks who played a lot of games at their previous school. They're in the portal, so what do you think the reason is behind a lot of these starting quarterbacks want to move on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think every situation is unique. I really do. So it's kind of hard to put a blanket comment on that. But, um, again, I don't feel too bad for these coaches, particularly the ones at the high end that get all this money and these crazy buyouts. But a lot of these guys, particularly position coaches, I can't imagine how tough of a spot you're in because it's, it's not just quarterbacks, but you're, you're really trying to figure out, you know, how, how many veterans do we need? If, if, if we're too veteran-heavy, what about the freshmen and sophomore players that we just signed? They're going to leave because they're going to go somewhere where they can get some playing time. What if we just go young and then we get on the field and nobody knows what in the world we're doing out here? Now, then we got to go back to the portal to add some experience. So it, it's just a wild, wild landscape right now, and... Some people I see are, are think that's awful, but I think to me it it makes teams I don't want to say at the bottom, but teams that are are normally not competitive, like an Ole Miss. We've seen Arkansas, we've seen LSU under Brian Kelly, we've seen Tennessee teams that would take years to rebuild. They could be flipped overnight. And if I'm I'm a fan of anybody other than Georgia or Alabama, maybe Texas, then that gives me confidence that we can kind of flip our roster in an off season. And, and be completely competent on one side of the ball where we weren't the year previous. Mike, also another thing, too, I saw you uh, quote-tweet an article from David Ubbin talking about uh, how college football is the only sport that conducts its offseason and postseason at the same exact time. And it's, you say it's going to get worse in 2024. What, what do you make of that, and, and why do you believe that as far as the chaos that has postseason and offseason happening at the same time? Yeah, well, uh, it's because we're all tied to this academic calendar. And I guess, you know, that that was what this was all built around, the school. And that's the last thing people care about now. I get it. Uh, I, I realize this is, I mean, it's, it's professionalized football at the SEC level, of course. But uh, with, you know, a, a semester starting in January, people need to, to be locked in so they can go to spring football and, and on and on so they can get on the field in the fall. 
but it, it's just it's kind of nonsensical how we do all this. We do high school recruiting, we do the portal, we do we do the playoff, you know, all at the same time, and it's going to get worse next season because we are going to have National Signing Day, early signing period, whatever you want to call it. We're going to have that the same time as we have the start of the 12-team playoff. So just imagine a world where Nick Saban is having to recruit these kids on a, on a Thursday and sign them, and then, oh yeah, on Saturday he's got to be in Pasadena because we got a uh, a college football playoff game. I mean, it's it's getting wild, and it's gonna, it's only going to get more wild uh, in the seasons to come. So, how do you fix it? How does that get fixed? Uh, I mean, I don't. The only way to really do it, and it, it's completely unfeasible, because again, we're going back to academics. I mean, can we start the uh, the spring semester in March? No, we cannot. <laughs> so, I don't know how you fix this. Uh, otherwise, maybe you have the portal be year round. Maybe you move the signing period. You, you know, we got to do away with the December signing period. Maybe make it in August. Maybe take it back to February. But again, if you take it back to February, we got players that are going to be enrolling in, in late December, early January. So um, it's it's very very convoluted, and I, I don't know that there is a good answer. Well, either way, we're going to have to enjoy it for what it is because it's still college football and it's still chaotic, but that's part of its charm. And with bowl games, transfer portal, playoffs, all of that, it never ceases to amaze and entertain. But either way, Mike, as always, we appreciate you joining us. Great stuff. Enjoy the bowl season. Enjoy portal season, man. And we look forward to catching up with you later down the road. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. And, and one thing real quick, next week, then we got the schedule reveal for the entire SEC, so throw right. that into the mix. Yeah, can't forget that as well. It's going to be a wild <laughs> one, man, and can't wait to see it. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at Michael W. Bratton. He's SEC Mike. We'll take a break, and we come back with more Out of Bounds on a Wide Open Wednesday. Stay tuned. Christmas Karaoke is back once again with all your favorite buzz personalities along with some local celebrities and of course most importantly you our listeners and it all happens Thursday night December 7th at the Busker admission is $10 with proceeds going to youth home we'll see you December 7th for Christmas Karaoke only at the Busker Sports Center. Arkansas running back Rocket Sanders is entering the transfer portal after three seasons. Sanders' sophomore season, he had 1,433 rushing yards and 10 touchdowns, as well as 271 receiving yards and two touchdown receptions. His junior season was marred by injury issues and inconsistent offensive play. He's the second running back to hit the portal so far as A.J. Green entered on Monday. And cornerback Dwight McGothern has accepted an invite to the 2024 East-West Shrine Bowl. It is not necessarily an announcement that he won't be back next year, but it is likely that he will enter his name into the 2024 NFL Draft. He finished the 2023 season starting just six of nine games he appeared in, recording three interceptions and forcing one fumble. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Greatness doesn't happen overnight. It takes time, focus, and dedication. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that because we've put in the hard work and dedication for decades. And that commitment has paid off with award-winning customer service for your auto, home, and life insurance. See shelter agents Monica Reiners or Brian Cress in North Little Rock or Jamie Marsh in Little Rock. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. 
From all of us at MNB, we'd like to wish you and your family a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holiday Season. We know that some of the best times are spent during the holidays with family and friends, creating memories for many years to come. And we would like to say thank you to all of our customers who have supported us through the years and made us a part of your family. May your holidays be filled with joy and many blessings. Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays from all of us at MNB. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center in Benton proudly offers compassionate and loving care to our veterans, meeting the unique needs of every veteran who calls Heartland home. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. Southern Bank presents Family Feud on 1037 The Buzz. Tune in to Morning Mayhem on Tuesday mornings for your chance to play with Justin Moore, David, and Roger. Family Feud on Morning Mayhem brought to you by Southern Bank. Bank with Southern.com. There's only one place to stop for the best in meats in Central Arkansas. It's Hogs Meat Market. Check out their monthly package deals of the best meats online at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Hey, 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 hey! Turn that down, you bucket! On 103.7 The Buzz. Bet Saracen is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. Bet Saracen is as close to your cell phone. Just go to the App Store and download the Bet Saracen app or go to betsaracen.com. Tomorrow, NBA in-season tournament. We're going to get some of these, some of this action in the daytime while it's still light outside. It takes place in Vegas. It's the Pacers and Bucks. Bucks are a four and a half point favorite. The over/under is two fifty-four and a half. And later that night at eight o'clock. It's going to be the Pelicans taking on the Lakers, and Lakers are a two-point favorite. The over/under is 230. Thursday night football: Steelers, Patriots. Steelers five-point favorite. Patri- uh, the over/under for this game is 30. So, for the most accurate and up-to-date sports wagering info, you need to be on the Bet Saracen app, and you can get other wagering opportunities such as in-game prop bets. Double R props are always there, specials, and any sport that is available, you can get it on the Bet Saracen app. It's simple. Just go to the App Store and download the Bet Saracen app or go to BetSaracen.com. Be sure to check out the video of How to Play featuring Jancy Sheets. It is Out of Bounds here on a wide open Wednesday. Appreciate everybody listening in this afternoon and want to remind everybody that tomorrow night, Christmas karaoke at the Busker is going to be happening right there in the South on Main. And uh, we're going to be there. The buzz is going to be there. It's going to be a great time, happening for a great cause, too. And it's uh, always fun to, to get up there and to see some of the uh, great performances that get put on there at Christmas karaoke, as well as some of the people here on the buzz performing as well. But For a great cause, going to youth home, Cowboy Adam is going to be in the house. And Cowboy Adam, oh, yeah. he says that uh, he's been dealing with a little vocal strain lately but he's good to go now so he's excited about being there and singing tomorrow night listen he has been a guy who has whether it's messaged uh, here on the show or has messaged me on my own social media he's been hyping himself up you know he's like i, I need to get the singing i need to sing for you guys i'm like okay and this is your chance let's see what you got he has see a nice social got. media following yeah yeah so i'll uh, look forward to that and seeing uh, what song the the selections will be uh, given because that's always a big thing too. No matter who it is, it's like you can. I mean, people do karaoke and whatnot, but it's about the song selection. You know, is it one that gets uh, everybody amped and involved in? Is it one that everybody knows? You know, you got to be. Uh, you got to. It's more about the selection than the performance itself. Is really what it comes. And it's to. always cool to see the variety of um, some of the songs that are selected. That's right. I doubt Justin Moore is going to be able to make it in attendance because uh, I feel like he probably beat most people in the karaoke whole thing. Well, but maybe he he's not going to be competing if he is singing. So right. He's just he's performing. Yeah. That's what he does. Yeah. Because I like I I always thought it'd be funny, and for Justin Moore, it's like of course you know if he sings a country song or sings one of his songs, like yeah whatever. 
It's like maybe do something that's like crazy out of your genre, like something that nobody would expect you to go out there and sing. Like like for this, sing some Audio Slave right here. Sing some uh, Show Me How to Live. You know, something that's... People are back. I've never seen Justin do that before. He can do, do it. Before. He's talented. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He, I know he can. It's just like, let's see it. Let's see uh, see you get out there and uh, get crazy with it. Maybe do uh, some rap and R&B, Justin Moore. You know, throw that into the mix. Uh, but, yeah, he, he could do it. But it's going to be a lot of fun. I, I'm wanting to know, though, or I'm wanting to put bets almost on it. Does someone sing a Taylor Swift song tomorrow? Does someone do that? Uh, with the popularity, most likely, yes. I'm kind of leaning that way towards it as well. Because yeah, cause we can point back to a few years ago when Lizzo was kind of at the height and mm-hmm. there were a couple of Lizzo songs. So, yeah, we could probably uh, bank on Taylor Swift being there tomorrow night and, or, yeah, and, and uh, somebody singing some Taylor Swift. We don't want to get everybody really <laughs> excited and saying that she's going to be there, although she is back in the States now. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she has also became a Time Person of the Year, apparently. The Time Magazine Person of the Year. And first musician to ever be on the cover. Yeah, yeah. So. she's been all the rage, her and Coach Prime. And Coach Prime was SI mm-hmm. Sports Person of the Year. So two of the more talked about people in the world right now. And it's easy to see why they were recognized with those honors. Well, I kept wondering, because today I was seeing on social media a lot of people just saying this phrase over and over, or tweeting out this phrase over and over again, and it was simply, trash takes itself out every single time. I was like, what, what is this from? Like, oh, is, somebody, is this a song lyric? Like, and I had no idea. And it took me about two seconds to say, this has to be something that's Taylor Swift, because the people I saw posting about it, has to do something with Taylor Swift, but apparently that's what he, she said in her uh, Time article about the things that she's been through, and everyone kind of was like, oh, she's referencing That's Kanye. a true statement, too. Yeah, yeah, Kanye, Kim, and the stuff with Scooter Braun and all of that. So, yeah, trash takes itself out every single time. I mean, even on Time, even on just a quote out of a magazine, everybody gets to talking about it. But, yeah, that's always been fun to see with Christmas karaoke, like you mentioned, the popularity of certain artists at a time and saying, like, okay, like, Two years ago, this person or this artist uh, for sure would have been saying about, but this year it's like probably not going to get saying about because nobody like they're not popular right now. They're not what's in right now. So because uh, even last year, I think Elvis was popular because of the movie Elvis that came out uh, there recently. And uh, Elvis is uh, is long lasting though. So, oh, for sure. You know, um, yeah, it did maybe put a different focus on it, but probably a lot of karaoke events you show up there they're. they're there probably is going to be an Elvis song. Yeah. I wish there was a way you can compile a list and find out, like, what's the most popular, like, karaoke song, karaoke artist, like, who would be the one that was just across the board all over the place? Like, what would be the most sang? Maybe some one-hit wonders. It, it yeah. may not just be about the artist and their popularity, but some of those one-hit wonders and, and some of those songs that were really popular... They're they're popular at karaoke at times. I can tell you the one that I know for a fact I've heard more than anything, and that's Friends in Low Places by Garth Brooks. I have heard that song sung at karaoke almost every time I've ever been to karaoke. So probably, I've probably heard karaoke versions of that song more than I have the actual Garth Brooks song. Because it's a, it's a very popular one, I guess, to the places I go to. But, uh, yeah, so there'll probably be a Garth Brooks song. You can, you can kind of bank on some of the certain artists and people who sing because karaoke... It's about being, you know, having fun and singing songs that you like and that are fun to sing. So, I'm sure there'll be some of that too tomorrow. But yeah, if it's Taylor Swift, I'm out. Uh, I'm not. I'm not going to know any. I, I probably won't even know it's a Taylor Swift song until someone tells me. It's Somebody's going to pull you in for a performance of a Taylor Swift song. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> Shoot. Well, they they can pull me in all day long. I, the only song that I even like would really know about Taylor Swift. I I would recognize it, but like the one I think I actually know some of the lyrics was like the "You Belong with Me," which I feel is like one of her first hits. Uh, way back when, because uh, girl I was dating at the time in college, <laughs> loved that song. Knew, knew that it had to go back to something like that. Yeah, because and, and it and it stuck with you, huh? Uh huh. I don't know why that song of all of them. Because I mean, it's got a, it's got a fun little song and everything. But then let's see if this is in the, the system. Oh gosh, yeah, because it's the it was back when she was like not country, but there was like country ish to her. You yeah, know? she did she did crossover. Yeah, it's kind of like a, a little bit of the Garth Brooks vibe, where it was country, but poppy country to go along with it uh but she uh that's when she really came on the scene it's called you belong to me yes it is there oh, you good. belong with me with me yes that one okay so mm. yeah. let's see a little bit of you belong with me oh gosh by taylor swift yeah 
Yeah, it does. Very start out. Very country. Yeah. A little twang to it. You're on the phone with your girlfriend. She's upset. She's going off about something that she said. All right, we yep. got a winner. Yep. So we that's got a winner. Yeah. So yeah. That, that's what you're singing I tomorrow night. N- I can't. There it is. I have too much of. Like my friends and the people that I know that are Taylor Swift diehards oh, found out on about stage it. Stage with you. Yeah, right. Yeah, they'll know. They'll be filming me on stage, and they'll like say, "This is. See, I thought you hated Taylor Swift." I was like, "No." I actually like that song by Taylor Swift because it reminds right. me of the back in the day. Here we go. <laughs> Let's get to the hook. Go ahead. Yep. I don't know if I'll be able to hit that high part, though. Let's try it out, though. Oh, yeah. Do it in your own way. Uh-huh. That'll yeah. be the way to do it. Yeah, put put it in my own little version. Set Taylor's version. It'll be John's version of Taylor's version of a song. I think Rick Schaefer, who uh, celebrated a birthday yesterday, yeah. We, you know, when we were talking about the popularity of Taylor Swift and being at some of these NFL games, mm-hmm. he referenced Shake It Off. And and what? that was he. He was like, I really don't know any of her songs. I, I want to say it was Shake It Off that he referenced, and we're like, really, Rick? You know Shake It Off? Wow. Did he explain how he knew it? I no, would love just, to know why. Stuck with him for some reason. Mm. I mean, it's a very popular song and everything. Yeah, there's no telling the type of reasons why Rick Schaefer would know that. Uh, that's funny though. Yeah, that's funny. But again, it just shows. The popularity of where she's at, where you know everybody can, if someone like Rick Schaefer even can name a song from Taylor Swift, like it kind of shows that it's how popular or, she's or become. You know what? It wasn't "Shake It Off." It was "Trouble." It that's actually "Trouble." Yeah, that was what he referenced. Tr- now that, okay, that's definitely not the one I would have recognized or one that I would have thought. So my gosh, that's hilarious. I, that, I my like even my parents who are most out of touch people when it comes to like pop culture and everything. Even they know about Taylor Swift and no Taylor Swift songs. So that's, I feel like that's when you get to the point to where you're like larger than life is where people who have no idea about most things going on pop culture wise know who you are and know a song of yours. They don't listen to you. They don't think you're you know, a great artist or anything. Just don't have an opinion on it. But they know just because of some reference. Pop is, sh- is short for popular. So that's that's the whole meaning to it. Mm-hmm. Well, she is popular. She is popular. In fact, I mean, is she the most popular artist in the world right now? Has to be, right? Yes, at, okay. at this moment, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause again, and it's forever changing. Yeah, it, it, but that's yeah. Like pop culture is that too. Is that, yeah, it's it's ever changing, and uh, you know, popularity goes all over the place. But uh, you can't you can't do anything these days on any sort of social media or even watching NFL games these days without seeing something about Taylor Swift. But she didn't mention in the article about her and Travis Kelsey. They're like, we were a couple after the first game that I went to, and she even mentioned football. She's like, I didn't realize how much fun football was. She's like, I missed out that part of my life. It's like, yeah, football's wait, fun. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, she didn't realize how much fun it was, but she was an Eagles fan before that. What does that tell you? <laughs> that, that she may have been saying some stuff that, uh, you know, was a... Uh, because, yeah, let me get the right quote. She says, uh, she talks about with... Uh, she's like, I'm just there to support Travis. I have no awareness of if I'm being shown too much or pissing off a few dads, brads, and chads, as she called it. But she says, football is awesome, it turns out. I've actually been missing out on it my whole life. That's what she says. So, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe it's just uh, she knew the Eagles, just Eagles football. She maybe. knew they existed. Yes, they, she knew they she were there. Close, yeah, maybe it, she had family members that were Eagles fans, so she knew about them. Yeah, that's what it was, yeah. so But now the whole thing called football is really great and really fun, turns out, according to Taylor Swift. But, yeah, wow. Well, she's very popular. Time, person of the year. What a time to be alive. But we got more Out of Bounds coming up next in your Razor Hog update. So stay with us here on Out of Bounds. Blast into a new year with The Rocket Man Show, a tribute to Elton John at Oakland's Event Center on January 1st, 2024. The Rocket Man Show with Russ Anderson features a night of Elton's greatest hits, incredible costumes, and fierce piano playing on January 1st at Oakland's Event Center. Tickets for The Rocket Man Show are available at oakland.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Jackalope Cycling is passionate about the Arkansas outdoors. 
To help you enjoy this beautiful state, Jackalope offers an array of bike rentals to get you on the trails. What about fly fishing from a bicycle? You can't do that, but Jackalope also offers fly rods, reels, waders, fly fishing accessories, outdoor and camping gear. Yeah, it'll be tough riding a bicycle and waders. But you can still enjoy the Arkansas outdoors with Jackalope Cycling in Russellville or jackalopecycling.com. The season of giving is here. Luckily, Santa has a new tool this year. From John Deere Apparel, toys, tools, and more. GoGreenway.com has something green for everyone under the tree. No sled needed. Our elves will ship these gifts directly to your door. Cross off your Christmas list today at GoGreenway.com. Greenway Equipment wishes you and your family a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. We're going abroad for the first time in years to Spain. So we started using Babbel. And started learning Spanish fast. With Babbel, you can start having conversations in another language in just three weeks. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? When you learn a language, you want to actually use it. Babbel is designed with that goal in mind. In just three weeks, we're starting to have conversations in Spanish. Gracias, Babbel. Babbel, language for life. Now try Babbel for free at Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Hey guys, it's Dee Dee with Ava Bella Day Spa. It's Christmas time again. We have our Jingle Bell Special, which is $100, and that's an entire facial treatment. We also have our wonderful Christmas time special. You get a stress reliever massage, a peppermint scalp massage, and a foot scrub, all for $125. Just go to avabelladayspa.com, click on Instant Gift Certificates, and you can purchase it right there. Send it to your recipient or print it out. Happy Holidays! Give the gift that will last a lifetime this holiday season. You need to call QC Kinetics right now. If you or a loved one have knee pain, back pain, shoulder pain, and you just can't get rid of it, get lasting relief with no surgery, no drugs, and no downtime. Hey everybody, it's RJ Hawk. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative medicine. And you know what? You can call right now for a free consultation by calling 222-8440. If you've got pain from an old injury or pain associated with arthritis, you need to check this out today. The future of medicine is here and it's here to stay. Regenerative treatments from QC Kinetics. These all-natural treatments repair and restore damaged joint tissues, giving you pain-free and movement again. And don't forget, you can use your HSA and FSA funds for QC Kinetics. Call now for that free consultation. 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. That number one more time. 501-222-8440. Make it the event that everyone wants to attend by getting your meat for tailgates, parties, or just family get-togethers at Hogs Meat Market. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Third down goal to go, just outside the five. In the gun, K.J. bad snap, balls on the ground. Jefferson picks it up, rolling right. Got a man, touchdown, Arkansas. Armstrong in the back of the end zone. The snap hit the turf. K.J. never panicked, picked it up, rolled right. And the throw was right on the money. On 103.7 The Buzz.
Set of bounds here on a wide open Wednesday, and I have a question for all of you listeners out there. How many guns does a man need? Well, the answer is just one more, and right now, Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart is the place to go for just that one more gun. And they're featuring up to $200 off select in-stock Browning shotguns and rifles, as well as a $75 rebate on the Beretta A300 Ultima and a $150 rebate on the Beretta A400. Also, the Weatherby 18i Waterfowl 12-gauge Super Mag 3.5 and Mossy Oak Bottomland is on sale right now at Max Prairie Wings for just $849.99. And if you're in the market for a handgun, Max carries a huge selection of all calibers. Like right now, the Stoger STR 9.9mm Automatic is just $249.99 after rebate. So check out their entire gun selection and the huge ammo sale that's going on right now, either at their store right there in Stuttgart, or you can shop them online at maxpw.com. That's M-A-C-K-S-P-W.com. It's Max Prairie Wings. The hunt begins here. It's a wide open Wednesday here on Out of Bounds, and uh, we're going to have Pat Bradley joining us here in about 15 minutes. Thanks to Motorsports Authority. Talk to him some basketball and and everything. Uh, we were talking about Christmas karaoke before. I assume PB's had some performances at Christmas karaoke in his time here. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah, some great ones that uh, we did with the Zones uh, years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to think well, of... They, uh, they uh, let me see. He and Justin did Vanilla Ice before. Ice okay. Ice Baby. Yeah. And, and they actually dressed up as snowmen, I think. Snowmen. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I was here, I believe... For when I was in working in promotions, actually, it was PB and Acre, and they think they they did some like I think it was like the Weird Al song that was like a knockoff of Star Wars, maybe or some Star Wars song, and they dressed yeah. up like Star Wars characters and also had like actual Star Wars like characters there. I think PB was Princess Leia, if I'm not mistaken. So, that sounds about right. Yeah. So uh, you know, there's definitely been some uh, PB performances in there. And we did Christmas in Hollis. That's the one that I'm sure he'll mention first and foremost because we did that one. Christmas in Hollis. DMC. Yeah, that's that's funny. That's funny. There, are, some of these videos are still around, folks. It's on the 103.7 The Buzz YouTube page. They're still there. Some of them, especially uh, from years and years and years ago. So uh, yeah, it's going to be fun to see uh, how it all. Has changed up. It uh, again be some great performances. We'll talk about that with PB though, and uh, get his thoughts on what he felt like was his most and fun and best performance there at Christmas karaoke. But right now we need to get your Razor Aug update presented by True Service. Guys, I've got just one thing I want to say to you. Touchdown, Arkansas! Arkansas wins the national championship. The Arkansas Razorbacks have completed the dream season. Oh, this is your Razor Hog Update on Out of Bounds, presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union, where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans. Online at trueservice.net. All right, so for your Razor Hog Update, there's just a few of these because we had already mentioned a couple of them of the transfer portal and just the updates on that for the Razorbacks uh, this morning, uh, officially, because I know it was announced on social media before, but just as far as officially goes, at 8.54 this morning, Arkansas redshirt super senior defensive back Malik Chavis, Chavis, everyone say his name, he entered into the transfer portal. And also at 10.21 this morning, you had Rocket Sanders. Raheem Sanders officially enter into the transfer portal. He announced it last night, but he officially put his name in there. And we know that Rockets, uh, two years ago, rushed for over 1,400 yards. Had one of the best seasons as a running back that you could have at Arkansas. But he is moving on, taking his talents elsewhere. And we'll see uh, where he ends up. Now, Arkansas's offered a bunch of players out of the transfer portal, but none of them have necessarily uh, just uh, jumped right in and uh, have attended Arkansas or have committed to Arkansas, at least. But we'll have to see uh, how that plays out. But did want to throw in uh, as well for Razorback basketball because some of you were asking about the updates on Trevin Brazil. And uh, where he stands right now, well, Muss did meet with the media today. And the only report that we got on Trevin Brazil is that he has a severe ankle sprain. And today, he's not doing anything at practice, like anything at all. No shooting, no nothing. Uh, they're saying that they hope that he can get them in the, in the water and kind of continue to rehab and work on it. But uh, it says that they're just going to keep evaluating it. But it looks like right now, as of right now, 
he will not be available for the game on Saturday against Oklahoma, which is a, a huge blow. And hopefully, again, it's something to where they can get him back at full health and at full strength. They're definitely going to need him once the turn of the year happens and they start getting into conference play. But I uh, just hate that for Trevin because he had such a good game uh, in the past couple of games. He was his SEC Player of the Week this past week after his performance against Duke. So hopefully he's able to, to come back and be ready to roll. But that's the latest that we have on Trevin Brazil. But I'm sure at the broadcast of the game on Saturday, which is at 3 o'clock, you can listen to the pregame show for IMG starting right here on 103.7 The Buzz at 2.30. I'm sure during that, you will hear Chuck Barrett and Coach Z. They'll give you an update on Trevin Brazil's status on what he is going to end up being. So uh, those are the, the big updates. And honestly, I was uh, surprised to not see uh, a different uh, type of update from the uh, transfer portal for Arkansas, uh, given from the football side of things. But still, it may come here after a while. But we're always keeping our eyes on it, keeping an update as much as possible on it. And that is your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. Appreciate them being a part of it each and every day here on Out of Bounds. Uh, again, we're going to have Pat Bradley joining us here in about uh, 10 or so minutes and look forward to catching up with him. We'll talk to him about Trevor Brazil and the impact of that. But uh, also this interesting game where Arkansas and Oklahoma have played for the past three straight years in Tulsa. And it's going to be funny because it's been you know a non-conference December game each and every year, Arkansas lost the first one. They won the second one. And then this year is kind of the rubber match. But then next year they're going to play each other each and every year no matter what because they're going to be in the same conference. So uh, they're going to have to get used to each other. But Porter Mosier has done a great job there. Got them undefeated, number 19 in the country. I know there's a lot of familiarity with Porter Mosier and here in the state of Arkansas. So should be a great matchup over there in Tulsa. Yeah, a couple of good teams coming into the conference. And, uh, you know, most people think about it from the football perspective. But – Basketball, Texas and OU are really good. Oh, yeah. Good at that. Uh, they've had good baseball. We know softball. Oklahoma's been just a juggernaut at softball. So, yeah, there's a lot of sports that they're going to be able to add to the mix. And uh, men's basketball is definitely one of them, as Oklahoma's looking pretty good so far this year. But, again, that's your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. We'll take a break, top of the hour update, come back. Pat Bradley will join us. Thanks to Motorsports Authority. We'll keep the third hour of Out of Bounds moving on the other side of the break. So stay with us. what kind of tractor you drive or what color it is. I'm going to ask you to check out a new tractor that's made for landscapers, hobby farmers, and landowners. Fully loaded with features and backed by a strong warranty. Get the best incentives of the year right now by visiting tymoffers.com. Better yet, visit Triple C Sales in Conway. TYM. Durable and affordable. You can thank me later. 